Hey guys, welcome back to the Pearls and Pearls podcast. My name is Peter K, but you can call me your finance PT. Now in today's podcast, we are speaking about the reality of millennial retirement. Now this is a topic that's really, really important and it's often something that we don't really discuss. I mean, when was the last time you spoke to your family or your friends about retirement, about pensions, about investments? I'm sure you've probably not spoken to them recently about any of these topics, but it's all very, very important things that we need to consider. Unfortunately, a lot of people go into retirement on informed and not really realizing the actual reality that they are going into. We're in a situation right now where the pension age is increasing and of course the amount of money people are actually being given for their pensions is not really something that you can live comfortably on. So in today's podcast I do have a lot of facts and stats for you guys. Do be prepared. If you don't live in the UK a lot of these facts are UK based but I'm sure that you can take the initiative to check out what it is in your area where you live. So yeah, let's get into it. So when it comes to pensions, you know, what is your idea of your ideal pension? Do you want to retire comfortably or do you want to have a luxurious retirement? Now comfortably would just be ensuring all your bills are paid, being able to eat what you want to eat, go to where you want to go, maybe having a holiday once a year, you know, not having to really worry about money, which is of course not something you want to be doing at the later stages of your life, especially when you're not as strong and robust (laughs) as you are when you're in your 20s and 30s. You want to be at a stage where you can really just be comfortable and not have to worry about money, counting the pennies, you know, and worrying about bills not being paid. No, you don't want that at that age. Or do you want to have a luxurious retirement where maybe you're traveling every three months, maybe every month? Perhaps you don't want to um, live in the country that you're in when you do retire. Perhaps you want to live abroad. You want to live on a small island. Who knows? One thing that's very important when it comes to retirement and when it does come to your pension is actually thinking about what is the lifestyle that you want to have when you do retire this is often something that i ask my clients in our coaching sessions what is your idea of success what is your ultimate goal and when it comes to your retirement when it comes to your pension this is something that you need to be thinking about you need to know what does your ideal retirement look like perhaps you want to retire at 40 years old you know i was speaking to a client today and that's her aim she wants to retire at 40. she's currently semi-retired so she's almost there But you have to really think, what do I want and when do I want it by? You know, it's very important to have these timelines. Of course, life happens and things don't always happen according to our plan. But at least when you have a plan in place, you have clarity on what you actually want. So when it comes to your pension and retirement, especially if you're young, right now I'm in my mid-20s, thinking about my retirement seems afar off. It seems like, oh, you know, I've got a good 30, 40 years to think about it. But the best time to start thinking about it is now. And if you're someone that you're a lot older, maybe you're in your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, and you're kind of pushing a little bit closer to when you're going to retire, it's very important to really start looking at your projections right now and looking at what are you at present going to actually retire on. This is very, very important because one of the main issues when it comes to pensions is that people just have this idea that they're going to be getting a lot of money, money that will actually be able to sustain them and they will be fine. They won't need to think about money. But unfortunately, a lot of people based on the percentage that they're actually putting into their pension pot, it's actually not really going to be something you can live comfortably on. So it's very important for you to actually assess the kind of pension you have, how much you're actually investing in that and what the projections actually look like. But I'm going to get to that a little bit later. 
Okay, so let's talk pension age. So if you live in the UK, this is applicable to you. If you don't live in the UK, it's probably slightly different. So in terms of the pension age, before it was a fixed age of 64, but this has changed. It's no longer a fixed age, it's actually just based on your date of birth. So the pension system changed in 2016 and a lot of the requirements and the way that the pension system was structured has changed. So it's very important. So perhaps my pension age may be different to yours because as I said, it is now based on your date of birth. And something that I find very interesting is the fact that the pension age is increasing. Now, when I say pension age, I'm referring to the state pension age. So the age at which you can claim your full pension. Now, prior to that, when you're about 55, you can actually get some of your pension at that point, but not all of it. So again, it's very, very important to know these facts, to start considering, especially based on where you are right now in your age and your lifestyle, looking at all of those things is very, very important. Because a lot of people say, oh, I want to retire at 55, 60, some people it's in their 40s. So you have to really start thinking about based on your state pension, your private pension, your investments that you have, and the lifestyle that you desire to have, can you actually fund that based on the projections of what you are pretty much scheduled to make? So starting with state pensions, so I've got some facts on state pension. Now this may shock you, so I'm gonna tell you guys, hold on to your hats, your wigs, whatever you've got on your head, hold on to it because I'm about to blow you guys away. You may or may not already know these facts, but I'm gonna drop them to you anyway. In 2016, there were a lot of changes to the pension system in the UK. So before what would happen was you'd had a basic state pension and you also had an additional state pension, which some people qualified for. Not everyone qualified for the additional state pension, but the basic state pension, that's something that you could expect to actually receive, of course, if you met the qualifying conditions. But that was unchanged in 2016, so now we just have the new state pension which of course not everyone will qualify for. There are requirements for that. And now essentially it's only based on your national insurance record alone. So essentially in order to be able to qualify for the full amount, which I will disclose to you what the full amount is. And if you don't believe it, you can Google it and check it out. So essentially in order to qualify for the full state pension, I really want to emphasize on the word full, because when I let you know what this amount is, <laughs> you can really see that the full ain't much. So yeah. So to qualify for the full state pension, you have to have 35 years of national insurance contributions. It doesn't mean that you needed to have worked 35 years consecutively, but over the course of your working life, you have contributed 35 years worth of national insurance contributions. Now, just to qualify in general for the new state pension, you need to have had at least 10 years in which you qualified. So where you were working and you paid your national insurance, when you were getting national insurance credits or just paying voluntarily into your national insurance. So these three things are the things that you need to qualify in general for the new state pension in order to qualify for the full amount you needed to have worked for 35 qualifying years so if that isn't your case and you'd already know i do not qualify for the full amount so this in itself is one of the major changes in the system so bear in mind so there is no longer a basic and an additional there is only the new state pension so let's go to the amount so for this um tax year of 2020 to 2021 if I was getting the new state pension and I qualified for the full amount, full amount guys, I would be getting £175.20 a week. I just want to let that sink in, okay? So that would be the equivalent of £759.20 a month. 
Now I want you to look at your bills, maybe remove your mortgage or your rent from that because of course you want to get into retirement having your house paid off and not having to think about your housing situation. So if you remove that factor from your current bills, would you be able to live on £759 comfortably? Perhaps you could live on it, but not comfortably. <laughs> so really thinking about that, like when I saw that figure, I was like, whoa, we're in 2020. Bear in mind, this figure has increased. <laughs> we, we live in a very expensive time, even if you have your house paid off. If you're trying to live a comfortable retirement, 759 pounds 20 a month is not gonna cut it. And when I saw that, I was quite interested by that because a lot of people in their mind, they're not expecting that. They're thinking they're gonna be getting a lot more than that. For some people, that's what they earn in a week, but you're gonna be getting that in a month. But even think about the fact that, let's say you're retiring in 30 years time, what is that figure really going to increase by? <laughs> you know, at the rate of 2.5%, it's not much. But I'm gonna come back that come back to that in a in a short period of time. But I'm gonna come back to that in a moment. So again, if we look at the yearly amount for that, wait for it, guys. Nine thousand one hundred and ten pounds forty pounds a year. Now that isn't a lot of money, but I have some more facts and stats for you. So do hold on to your hats and do let me know. You can either send me an email, you can send me a DM on Instagram, letting me know what you thought of these facts and stats. Did they shock you? Were you surprised? Did you already know? But for me, when I first saw that, I was like, whoa, you know, and bearing in mind, there's a lot of people that do not actually have a private pension. So whether that's going to be self-funded, whether it's something that they set up through work, a lot of people don't actually opt in. Some people do choose to opt out of workplace pensions because in their mind, I'm gonna be earning less. I did have that mentality, I'm not gonna lie, but I still contributed even though it was a smaller amount, but I still contributed because I saw the value of it and I knew that, do you know what? This small amount that I'm gonna be deducted from, it's not gonna kill me. I can use it in the future, but a lot of people do choose to opt out because in their minds, I'm gonna be earning less, I'm already struggling as it is, I'm already not earning enough, so what is the point of me investing in this pension when I know that I'm gonna get my state pension? So I wanna give you the reality, and as you can see, the state pension, at the rate it is, it really is not something you can live comfortably on. You can get by, perhaps, but you cannot live comfortably on that. And if you put into the fact that there are some people that retire and they have not finished paying off their houses, they're still paying a mortgage or they're renting, so how on earth are you going to live comfortably with £759.20 if that's your main source of income? So I'm going to come back to that. So summarizing, yeah, basic state pension, it ain't much. <laughs> and this is why it is important for you to have a proper retirement and pension plan. Okay, I'm not selling any pension plans to you. I have no pension plans available, but I want to educate you guys and empower you to understand that you need to start thinking about your future. A lot of us, when we're young, we think in our minds, oh, retirement, that's so far off. And we're just thinking, oh, I'm gonna be a millionaire by then. I'm gonna be financially free. But if you're not actually putting in the steps and the building blocks now, it's not gonna happen. You're just gonna be that person that you get to that age and you're like, damn, what did I do? I really should have got myself together earlier. And you don't wanna be doing that. And something that I found very interesting is that essentially the rate at which the pension increases by is based on one of three things. So it's either based on the earnings. So for essentially what it is, is the average percentage growth in wages in Great Britain. So. If that's the highest, it would be increased by that. Or it's also based on price. So looking at the percentage of growth in prices in the UK, and that will be measured by the Consumer Prices Index. 
or it would be at a rate of 2.5%. So let's assume that 2.5% is the highest, it's higher than the earnings and the price, then essentially your pension amount would be increasing. So let's say you're at stage of re you're retiring and you're getting say 20,000 pounds a year from your um, retirement fund essentially it would increase by 2.5% depending on, but again, guys, this is based on your state pension and it's not 20,000. So think about that 9,000 pounds and the fact that that would be increasing by 2.5% or a little bit more than that. So when you see that, you really see the reality of how small it actually is. Of course, by the time you retire, it will increase, but really and truly how much would it have been increased by? And also looking at the cost of living as well. So yeah, as you can see, yeah <laughs> it's not great so i would definitely encourage you if you do have a workplace pension maybe you're not chipping in or perhaps you're putting in the smallest amount definitely start looking into your pension plan looking at you know what where your what your pension is actually being invested in because essentially a lot of people don't actually know how pensions work so i'm going to go into that a little bit so essentially how a pension works is so you pay your money in your money is invested. That's why normally when you sign up for a pension fund, they will ask you to pick, you know, the level of risk that you want, what kinds of assets you want your money to be invested in. So it could either be invested in government bonds, it could be invested in stocks, it could be invested in mutual funds. So there's so many different ways that your money could be invested in. And of course, with every investment, there's always a level of risk, which is why there's always that little fine print that says something along the lines of, you know, your pension may not be as projected in other words so they may say to you okay we're projecting you're gonna get x amount but you may actually be less or a little bit more than that because it's being invested into the stock market and again with stocks it goes up and down so what you're projected could be a lot less than what you actually receive that's why it's very important that if you want to start having riskier pensions you do that at a younger age you do that in your 20s and your 30s and maybe even your early 40s because you have a lot more time for that to pick up so definitely having a handle over your pension is very important so really understanding where what your pension is actually being invested in and really taking those numbers seriously because a lot of people they don't even read their pension statement it comes they see numbers okay great but actually looking at what the projection is and seeing whether what your pension is projected at based on what you are contributing now, whether that's actually going to be something you can live comfortably on. So one thing I'd encourage you to do is really take some time to think about how much money would I need to be having to support the lifestyle I want to live when I get to an age of retirement? You know, what is that gonna look like? Is that gonna be 300,000 pounds for you a year? <laughs> I don't know. Is it gonna be just 40,000 a year that you need to live comfortably? So really thinking about what you'd need, roughly what your expenses would be at that age. So if you're projecting that you wouldn't have to pay for your housing, of course, you'd still have electricity. You probably still have counter tax. Of course, there are some things that based on your age, you don't have to pay, but again, you don't know what that's gonna be like in the next 10, 20 or 30 years time. So really just kind of having a rough estimate of what your realistic expenses would be and looking at what you would actually need to support the lifestyle you wanna live. Very, very important. So don't just be this person, you're paying into your pension, but you are not paying attention. Yes, you pay into the pension but make sure you are paying attention i wanted to repeat that so you can really let it sink in you need to be ensuring and unfortunately what happens a lot is sometimes people are scammed when it comes to their pension so you need to make sure that whatever you're investing in is legitimate that there is a level of um compensation if something was to happen because let's say your money's invested and everything's lost there are those you know small instances where that does happen so definitely being well informed is very very important and making sure that you are are really investing in something that's legitimate. 
Um, so yeah, next point. So I do have some notes, guys. I'm trying to stay on track because I have a lot of facts and stats that I want to give you. And just a little side note. So like I said earlier, this the state pension age is actually increasing. So currently it is set to increase to 67 by 2028, you know, which is just in eight years time. And I was checking for myself because as I said, it's based on your date of birth now. And for me, at the age that I can retire, guys, my state pension age would be 68. 68 a whole 68 i'm practically 70 you know by that stage i don't know what my health will be like of course i want it to be good but let's say my health is not that great and i'm still working till 68 well for me personally to be honest i probably will still be working because again i work for myself and i do something that i love so for me working is not a problem because i'm doing what i love and i have that flexibility and freedom and i'm consciously thinking about my retirement and the things that i'm investing in presently that are going to support the lifestyle that i want to live you know when i'm a lot older so it's very important for you to look at these factors because if you're that person that you're just depending on your government state pension thinking that you're going to be going on holidays every year or every couple of months you really need to see the reality of the figures what are the figures saying so yeah so definitely look into that and i'd encourage you to check out what your state pension age would be based on your date of birth if you don't know it yet so another thing that's very important as well so i was looking at the pensioners income series based on what the government did in 2017 and 2018. now again guys i want you to really <laughs> hold on to your hats your wigs whatever you got on your head that might fly off be prepared for these figures, okay? So essentially what they did, they did some averages based on what pensioners are earning. So the figures I'm gonna give you is after deduction of direct taxes, because again, when it comes to pensions, you could actually be taxed, but I'm not gonna go too much into that. I just want you to be aware that sometimes it could be taxable. Again, or as always, depending on amount. I know, you probably think, what? Yeah, I know, but unfortunately, in some cases you may have to pay tax yeah i know you're probably thinking really taxes i know guys the government always want to be taking our money but <laughs> but moving on so yeah based on the averages deducting from taxes housing costs these are the figures so i'll go through from pensioner couples first to all pensioners in general so looking at all the figures and finding an average and actually looking at single pensioners so let's start off with the couples okay so based on you know the average for this is the uk again in 2017 slash 2018 this is for couple by the way so it's joint was 454 pounds weekly on average so that would be around 1967 pounds a month approximately 23,608 a year so think about again going back to what kind of retirement do you want to have what are you currently earning now and what would you want to be earning would twenty three thousand be something you can live on comfortably in some areas perhaps outside london but living in london comfortably on twenty three thousand, probably not but again that figure is after you know taxes and housing so perhaps it is something that you could live comfortably on but bearing in mind that's the average for a couple so that's two people and again what if one person is ill you know so you got to really think about those factors next thing so all pensioners the average was 304 pounds so again in terms of monthly that's around 1317 yearly that would be just over 15808 pounds so i really want you to again reflect back into your goal for your um pension your retirement and thinking about whether you could live comfortably on that because again that was the average for all pensioners now i want to get to the single pensioners because again some some pensioners of there are single you know and okay so let's look at that so weekly yes prepare yourself it was 213 pounds 
and by the way guys these figures is the combined pension so this is based on state pension and their private pensions as well so this is not just based on their state pension which is why it's a little bit higher so if you kind of get the gist of that you can see it's a lot lower than you were probably thinking in your mind so if a single pension is it's 213 pounds a week which equates to around 923 pounds a month and yearly that would be just over 11,000 pounds so if you bear those figures in mind it's kind of like hmm yeah that's not really the ideal <laughs> amount of money you need to be living a luxurious retirement traveling you know every three months or six months you know going to the Caribbean going to Africa going to Europe going to Asia going all over the world and exploring and enjoying and seeing the goodness of this earth it's not really enough money to do that is it so as I said this is why when it comes to your pension you need to be well informed and not just your pension your retirement you need to start thinking about what you need to start investing in in order to support the lifestyle that you want to live at whatever age it is you want to retire because what you start doing now is going to really affect your future so it's definitely important to be well informed so there's a few more things i just want to give you some more facts and stats like i said at the beginning i have a lot of facts and stats because i really want you guys to kind of see the numbers and see the reality of what we're currently living in so um this figures i got from which so you can check it out and it was so essentially if you wanted to have a pension pot by the time you retire of 262,500 pounds so if so essentially if you wanted to aim to have a pension pot of just over a quarter million pounds so 262,500 pounds essentially what you'd be looking at getting would be around 25,000 pounds a year so bearing that in mind so to get 25k a year as a retired person is that enough for you to live on? So that's essentially roughly what you need to have in your pension pot to have that amount. And again, that would be from having an annuity, which is basically guaranteed regular income that you will be getting for the rest of your life. And again, that does depend on the kind of pension options that you choose. So you'd really have to kind of look into that a lot more to kind of get the gist of it. But in order to, let's say, for example, you have a smaller pot of 169,175 pounds in order to get 25,000 pounds a year. If you had an income drawn, um, income drawdown pension pot, that's roughly what you'd be looking at. So as you can see, just to be getting 25,000 a year, you'd essentially need a, pot, a pension pot of around a quarter million pounds, which is a lot of money for most people. But if you wanted, let's say for example, you wanted to be getting say around 40,000 pounds, okay? Let's go big, you know, go hard or go home. For a lot of people, that's a dream salary. And unfortunately, some people never earn that in their lifetime a year, but it's possible it is possible um anyways <laughs> so you'd essentially need a pension pot of around seven hundred and eighteen thousand three hundred so that would be around forty thousand a year or if you had a pension that was income drawdown you'd roughly be looking at four hundred and fifty six thousand five hundred so just under half a million pounds in order to be getting forty thousand pounds a year so that's why i wanted to present you guys with these figures so you can really start looking at one thing that I'd say is really important is really checking you know what are the projections for your pension what are you looking at so perhaps if you get your projections done and you see that it's a lot lower than the amount you would need to live on so definitely start thinking about how much do i need to earn in order to support the lifestyle i want to live when i retire how much money would i need to be making in a year 
would I need to be getting 30,000, 40,000, 50,000, 60,000, 100,000, whatever that amount is going to be, looking at that is very, very important. And if you are someone that right now you're, you are not opted into a private pension, you're just thinking about the state pension, thinking that's going to fund your retirement, I definitely start saying, looking into other options. If there is a workplace pension, have a look into it, see what the benefits of it are, see what, you know, your employer would be willing to contribute. If you're not happy with that, there are so many pension options. You can look online for a pension advisor and start thinking about your future. Definitely very, very important to look into that. Um, and one thing that I'd say as well, which is very important is when it comes to your retirement and your pension, there's three things you need to be doing, okay? You need to plan, you need to execute and you need to project. So the planning stage is basically you looking at, you know, what would be your projected expenses at the age you retire? You know, would you have paid your house off by then? What would be your housing situation that you're looking to, you know, be in that position? Also, what sort of money would you need to support your bills? You know, just the basic utilities. Um, in terms of like leisure, travel, would you wanna be traveling? Are you that person who just like being at home? Perhaps that's what you like. So looking at what your expenses are gonna be and actually looking at how much you're gonna need in your pension pot to support that one thing that's great even in retirement having multiple sources of income is the best thing you can have so instead of just relying on the state pension having a private pension and other assets and you know forms of income that you do have is great because at least then you're going to be getting money from different sources of income and in that way you're going to be fine if one amount is quite small and it's not something you can live on like the state pension at least you have your private pension you have other sources of income which are going to be able to sustain you so definitely looking in so that is very very important not putting you know all your expectations just into one place it's at this stage it's very important to have your eggs in multiple baskets not just in one because if something happens with that one and let's say your projected income is not as much as you thought it was going to be and it's a lot less you're going to struggle and you don't want that there's a lot of people that are having to work you know until a later age simply because they can't afford to retire because they're looking at you know what they're actually going to be earning and they then realize that oh my goodness this can't support me this cannot support me so definitely looking at that is very important i definitely advise you if you've never done this before start calculating how much would you need in your pension pot if you do have a private pension definitely start looking at the projections definitely read the letters they send you annually don't ignore it don't just have a little skim read and not pay attention to it definitely have a look at where your money is being invested and actually try to understand it if you don't understand it call there's always a customer service helpline you know be well informed don't just be ignorant don't just you know be lazy to not understand and just have this full sense of security but definitely be well informed because your money is being invested and you want to ensure that you're going to be able to get the best return you can possibly get and the other thing that i'd suggest so once you've planned once you've figured out the amount that you're going to need to retire on you need to start executing you need to start thinking about what do i need to do now looking at your current finance habits how do you manage your money now if you're someone that you don't manage your money very well um also looking at your savings you know what are your savings goals? do you want to save a certain amount which you're then going to use towards your retirement so definitely looking at things like that and starting to put it into place start executing don't think in your mind oh it's 30 years from now i might even be dead by then what if you're not dead by then <laughs> you know and then what, what are you going to do then you don't want to struggle if you don't need to so definitely executing start looking at your spending habits right now and seeing how you can improve if you're someone that you're an impulse buyer you spend based on emotion you know based on your feelings definitely start working on those bad habits now 
and then like i said execute start strategizing start you know being more well informed start checking your pension actually looking at your projections and not just you know having this full sense of security but not actually looking at the facts and the stats very very important and then project project your pension project what you need to be earning you know start working on your skills start you know learning how to invest better with your money and then really thinking about you know do i want to have a comfortable retirement do i have do i want to have a luxurious retirement i feel like there's so many more things that i could speak to in relation to this topic but it would be a very 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 long podcast so i do hope that you found the facts and the stats that i went through today helpful and like i said guys be well informed think about what you want and start looking at the figures how much do you need to be earning in order to support the lifestyle you want to live because you don't want to be at pension age and working in a job you hate simply because you need extra money you want to get to that stage in your life whether that's going to be 40 50 60 65 whatever the age is going to be and you can retire comfortably even if you choose not to retire you want to continue working perhaps part-time or volunteering doing something you love you want to be able to do that comfortably not because you need the money but because you want to stay busy and you want to give back so definitely making sure that you are planning executing and projecting for your pension and your retirement and what i would definitely say is invest in yourself if you're someone that you know your finance skills aren't where they should be or you just lack a lot of knowledge in that area because a lot of people do there's a lot of things when it comes to finances we are not taught you can be a professional and you still don't know the things that i've just gone through today so definitely educating yourself investing in your knowledge investing in your financial education is so important it will cost you a lot more not knowing some of these key things than it will to invest in knowing what you need to know in order to build and sustain the lifestyle you want to live so what i would definitely say if you want to improve you want to invest in building on your finance skills planning and executing towards your goals then head over to www.pearlsandperils.com and have a look at the coaching plans and sessions that i have available you know the way that i break things down is in a very simple way and it's going to help you to actually start strategizing and working towards your goals and that was going to help you to see the results you want to see and also giving you the accountability because i'm not going to allow you to waste your potential i'm going to push you to go for what you want so definitely head over check it out and i'm sure that it's going to help you so i really hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast do let me know your thoughts if you found it helpful if those things you learned let me know guys and as always share this podcast with your friends and family if you're not already subscribed to my channels you better subscribe guys so you do not miss out on my podcast i hope you have a great rest of your week and i will be back with you guys next week for a mr mrs series